Hey everybody, I am so excited for these next 20 days. We're going to read the gospel in 21 days. I'm so excited to read the gospel of John with you all. This is one of the best places in all the New Testament. And so I have a challenge for you. What I want you to do as you uh, watch these videos, might not be at noon, might be at midnight, whatever, who cares. What I want you to do is just to comment below a favorite verse that you have or a favorite part of the story or whatever it is. Today we're going to look at John chapter 1 and uh, it's awesome. So let's read it, and uh, please comment what is your favorite part. I'll tell you what is one of mine. All right, let's pray. Gracious Lord, thank you for your word showing us who Jesus is and this story that is our story. pray you'd bless us as we read and hear who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, John, he is the, the, the uh, old apostle now. At, at first, when he's following Jesus, he's the, probably the youngest apostle, you know, a teenager. And when he's writing this, it's, he's in his 90s probably. He knows the story of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and he agrees with them wholeheartedly. <clears throat> but he wants to add some other things that are, make sense to his uh, Greek audience. So he's going to tell them who Jesus is. He, he has a nativity story. We're going to do a living nativity here at St. Paul's. You all know that. Uh, he's going to do a nativity story, but it's totally different. It's more from the top down than the bottom up, but let's read it. All right, here we go. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And here, as the word that's translated word is logos. In the beginning was the logos, and the logos was with God, and the logos was God. This is a very clear, John is saying right away that whoever this logos was, is, he was there in the beginning. He was with God, and in fact, he was God. Um, and in fact, he's trying to be emph- emphatic here the way he's writing this. He's literally saying, and God, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and God was the Word. That's really what he's saying. He's emphasizing how the Lagos, how this, div- this divine being is God, right? That's what he says. We're going to find out who this is. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Change the subject. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people, people's not in there, I don't think, and his own did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. Isn't this beautiful? Uh, Those who receive him, are born of God. And we don't really choose when we're born or how we're born, whatever. We are just born. Same thing here. Um, so these, so far, uh, there's a bunch of different things that John's going to flesh out, uh, pun intended, I guess. He's going to flesh out uh, later on throughout this gospel, including what, what it means for, for God to be the Word, um, elements of life and light, overcoming, receiving, um, being born from above, and so on. Good stuff. And the Word became flesh 
and or the Logos became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Um, here again, in English it doesn't pop out, but literally he's saying the word became flesh and the, the word is tabernacled, tabernacled or tented among us. Here he's referring to um, the story of God coming to dwell with his people in the Old Testament. It was through the tabernacle or the tent of meeting and uh, later um, be- became a, a building, a temple. And that's how, what he says God has done. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, tabernacled among us. Verse 15, John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. I love that verse, verse 18. Highlight that one as well. The only God, the only God who is at the Father's side, he has made him known. We only know God through Jesus. We know God to be the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. All right, now we're going to talk about... Um, sort of start the traditional narrative here. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, Well, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing, if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? Baptizing was uh, something that wasn't done for Jews. It was done for those who were being washed as they are brought in into the uh, uh, faith of um, Judaism as an Israelite. As when they converted. So to baptize, to baptize Jewish people is remarkable. Um, verse 26, John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I'm not worthy to untie. And I, and I imagine them stands among us, like, where is he? is he? Is he in the crowds? Where is this one you're talking about? These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes or who carries away the sin of the world. And that's still our cry, isn't it? Uh, every week um, we sing, Lamb of God, take away the sin of the world, have, have mercy on us. Uh, beautiful stuff. John saw him and, and God had told him that this is the one. Verse 30, This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit." And I've seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. And uh, beautiful stuff here. We see both, you know, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Father. We see the Holy Spirit descending, and we see um, Jesus here. Uh, so just a, another 
uh, you know, indication that, that that's how, who God is, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Beautiful stuff here uh, about the need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and, and how it's connected to water and how Jesus himself undertook this for us. I love this next story, the calling of the first disciples, a little bit different than it is in uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and a little bit of backstory to some of that story. So verse 35, the next day again, John was standing with, his, with two of his disciples, and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and, be, and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. Amen. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And then, actually, this is the question that's asked of us. What are we seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, come and you will see. I love that too. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first heard his own brother, Simon, and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. Uh, interesting how Jesus makes us what he calls us to be, right? Peter, at this point, is, is not the rock, uh, rocky or whatever, um, but God, but Jesus calls him and makes him that. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of, David, uh, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Wow, this last bit is pretty deep, isn't it? Right? If it's the first time you're hearing it, you're like, I don't get all of this. Uh, the main thing to get is that Nathaniel confesses Jesus to be the Son of God and the King of Israel, and that he's a, uh, the other disciples confess him to be the Messiah. John uh, the Baptist confesses him to be the one on whom the Spirit rests, the one who baptizes others with the Holy Spirit, the one who literally is God's Lamb for us. Um, good stuff. And earlier in the Gospel, we get that he is not only uh, with God from the beginning, but he was God. And verse 14, how he uh, took on flesh for us and has dwelt among us, tabernacled among us, God's very presence with us. Wow, so much stuff there. Um, part of the end of there, uh, I'll leave to your study, but if you look at the story of Isaac, how he, um, he slept and had a dream of uh, angels ascending and, and descending to heaven, and how we thought that was about that place, but it was really, really, as Jesus says here, it was really a dream about Jesus, Jesus being the one who would bring um, heaven to earth um, in his very person. All right, 
So those are some of my favorite spots. Do you have a favorite spot? I hope you do. Um, and uh, over the next 20 days, we want to do what Jesus says. Uh, come and see. Come and see who he is. Um, all right. I'm going to uh, let you all go. And uh, I encourage you to share your comment below. What is your favorite part? All right. Have a great day. Talk to you all soon. God's peace to you. Bye.